Hey, what's up, gang? What is poppin', everyone? Welcome to the Cloud Nine Wonders podcast. Fucking up, that's why I'm not saying it. I'm sorry, guys. What, what's going on? I was spilling weed. Oh, shit. <laughs> we spilling the weed. We oh, spilling God. the weed. All right, I'm sorry. What's up, gang? Welcome back to the Cloud Nine Wonders podcast. And please say it right. It's not podcast. It's podcast. Yeah. Okay, we're back here with another banger. Funny story before we get into this. We actually recorded this on the 14th originally. Yeah, like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And um, the we were- audio got messed up. It, the audio got messed up and we were also it was a chill last ride we were picking up some weed from the plug man you know and uh the the episode was fire it was Thanks. fire unfortunately the audio got lost and here we are again back in my car yes and we are gonna re-record it and now we got two fat ass bleezies two fat ass bleezies and some mangaritas and two fat ass mangaritas to sip on and smoke on. So we're gonna tell you guys. We're gonna talk to you guys a little bit. Um, you know, nothing too special today. Just a few, few quick topics, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to say again. If anybody has any topics, don't forget to hit us up in our DMs on Instagram. Um, I'm not sure if you. I have to, I I I'll have to relink our Instagram, and uh, our separate like Instagram and separate you know Snapchat accounts for us to communicate for you guys to communicate with us. Um, because if you guys have any specific topics that you guys want us to talk about, we definitely want to hear about them, and we definitely want to touch bases on them and get those out to you guys, you know, so that you feel like you contributed. Hell yeah. And so, I don't know if you did listen in on last week's episode. We were talking about what we think is like an age-appropriate time to start smoking. Now, really, that is really not something we can say. Me, concerning the fact that when I started smoking, I was 15. So, my story's a little bit different. But I was asking Naya when she started smoking and how that went um you got a lighter i was gonna ask you the same i know there's one in here oh yeah there she is they're both in here (laughs) (laughs) so my first official time smoking i was actually like 15 years old um it was with my god sister she was a rebel. She was already into that life. I was just trying to get into it. I didn't like it. Uh, I think I was also, like, stupid paranoid and also kind of, like, immature. So I got, like, really paranoid, ended up wearing a crazy-ass outfit. And, yeah, that story is just wild. Like, I thought I was falling in the bed and shit. It was crazy. Um, but like I officially 
started to smoke when I was 18 years old. That's when like I really got into it. I mean, 18, 19, roughly. That's when I really got into it. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I'm a motherfucking pothead now. Yeah, I want to get high every day. Uh, and just to put us perspective, you know, so I know, I know a lot of people like details, not perspective, but details. So like my very first time smoking weed and enjoying it was when I, I smoked this strain called, um, wedding cake. Oh, wee, that wedding cake. <laughs> that was when I was like, oh yeah, I could do this every day. Ooh, I like this, the way that I feel. Yo, if I find some wedding cake back home, I got you. Please, because I love wedding cake. I also love gelati and what was it called that time? What was that? Black Widow? White Widow? White Widow, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Both blunts are sparked. Yes. Oh, so if you hear some silence here, it's because we're hitting the blunt, you know, and also high thoughts are processing. But very much so. Um. So your mom, your mom, uh, I know your mom is a pothead, right? So she's the coolest pothead I know, by the way. She's a, a new up and coming pothead. She's the dopest. Yes. I I love her mom absolutely. My favorite person to have in my circle, and my circle is small that part um but your mom she she knew you were smoking back then uh when i was 15 she knew because of the outfit that i wore um but yeah pretty much she 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 knew you know i, I ended up telling her a couple of days after but she didn't know um and she was pretty cool with it like she was chill let's fuck about it you know I didn't have to, most people, their parents, like, go off on them, and it's like, oh, why'd you do this, and, Damn, this you know how. bitch is beautiful. <laughs> I know. It's so thick. <laughs> I forgot to take a picture of the blunt, guys. Oh, my God. Y'all, what we're going to do on our Instagram is we're going to have a series that we're going we're gonna to post all the different beautiful blunts and the different beautiful trees that we, because we're called the Cloud Nine Wonders, so you have to keep that in mind. So it's about weed, but it's also about real life shit at the same time, because y'all got to feel us on. These are some beautiful ass blunts. Fucking thick as fuck, bro. <laughs> this shit is gorgeous. Now, anyone who smokes with me knows I don't really usually let people roll blunts. If I'm I'm in the circle, I'm typically rolling a blunt because one, especially when it comes to backwoods, you know, there's some people who can really roll like hemp wraps and all that stuff. But like when it comes to a backwood, it's a very special skill and an art form that if you don't know how to roll one, you're either going to leave that bitch too loose, soggy, it's just going to burn wrong. Or something is gonna happen with that. Something's gonna happen with it. But Naya out here, I, I, I was telling her that she should roll one up for me. And the first blunt I said she ever rolled up for me, Chef's Kiss. It was like I had rolled it myself. Cause she's legit. Don't play with her. <laughs> Certified, okay? <laughs> Certified. Don't play with her. <laughs> And ever since then, I've been rolling like a G. You feel me? 
<laughs> anytime she rolls i'm just amazed like how beautiful they look and they smoke so well like right now i'm holding her blunt man it's like holding it's like holding a, a, a brisia blunt that's what i call them brisia bleezies <laughs> but anyways back to the topic your mom was very cool with it she didn't have no problem on the other side because i mean I'm older now, so I can say this, and bet nobody ever tried to judge my mom, because this is a judgment-free zone. We said that. Um, but my mommy, I used to drink some of my mama daiquiri when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, you know, young, young. And, and, and you know, honestly, I feel like this is, I don't, I don't know if this is a, a New Orleans thing, but some of my new Orleans people might feel it you know the kids they get a little loud you trying to get them to settle down y'all got daiquiris or whatever come sip a little bit of this daiquiri and come sit your ass down type of stuff. <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> so but I, I mean shit so i've been drinking pina coladas with a little you know pineapple amaretta in it for for a minute <laughs> since no, i was no, like no. gay high but <laughs> let me tell you so the first official time that I can say that I drank was when I was five years old. And this story I only know by my mom and my dad's own words. Because, so I guess what had happened, you know how like there is like those, uh, like those cocktails, like those, uh, what are they called? Malt beverages? Um, so my dad brought one home that looked a lot like a juice. Mm -hmm. And I actually, I actually asked him if it was a juice. That's what my mom said. I don't remember these things, so my mother told me this. I asked him if it was a juice, and he said it was, and my dumbass drank it. Drank a whole bottle just like of the malt beverage to myself. But to a five-year-old, obviously that made me drunk. And um, Damn. that was the first time that I ever drank. My mom said I made a fool of myself and she wouldn't hug me, even though I kept asking her to hug me because I loved her. So she was like, I don't hug drunk children. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Oh, that's fucked up, mom. <laughs> you should have got. <laughs> you should have hugged that baby. I mean, my mom eventually had like stopped giving me that green. But my dad, like when I would go visit my dad when he was with his ex his second ex wife, that bitch was never mind. <clears throat> they would. She would. Weird story. This is a weird story. I never really told anybody this story. So this is y'all are the first to hear, literally. So I would go over there, and if anybody is from New Orleans, then I would. My my dad lived in Algiers, but he lived in apartments in Algiers. But like the apartments in Algiers, right next to uh, China Chinatown, that's what they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I would go over there. And it would be me and my cousin. We go over there, and she give us like wine, like white wine. Like my dad would give us a taste, and he'd be like, "All right, cool, that's it." And then my dad be like, "Oh, I gotta go grab something from the store." So he leave. She give us the wine. <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed, but then she turn on like porn. And then what? And then she like sit there <laughs> and. We watched it like it was like regular TV. <laughs> so like you know how 
on like on cable they have yeah like you know, some porn channels yeah 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 so it's like watching like white people just fuck basically damn that's fucking wild she was a uh, weird weird for that for real for real yeah two younger girls we're all like we're both and we would be drinking more and so and i would porn. like i would be freaking out because i'm like my dad's gonna come in one and two are we really sitting over here watching them do the freaking nasty uh, yeah why are we watching them do the like, freaky nasty like bro bro <laughs> that's wrong so I would be the one drinking my wine, but screaming at the same time. Cut this off! Ah! Cut this off! I can't watch this. Ugh. I'm a child of God. Oh no! Cut it off! But so like she played back in. She would play though. Like she would flip the channels back and forth. So she cut it on, and then she cut it off, and be like, "All right, I'm not gonna cut it on no more." And then cut it right back on. I'd be like, "God." Cut on Disney Channel or something. Why is she I just want to watch that. that So Raven. What the fuck was going through her mind? I don't know. The bitch was crazy. Like, she's a loony. But that's my story. That's literally the first time I ever told anybody that. That is wild story. as fuck. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Um. Well, I used to steal sips of beer at, the, at my birthday parties and parties like that. I cannot stand beer. So fucking I mean, that's what you know they were having at all the fucking Mexican parties, and specifically it was Tecate all the time. And I mean, I'm pretty sure it was awful, but I didn't, I don't remember, you know. I mean, bless your heart if you smoke beer. If you smoke beer, you smoke. I mean, that's the weed kicking in. I mean, bless your heart. No lie, I'm high as fuck. Bless your heart if you drink beer. <coughs> Bless your insides too. <coughs> I don't like that. Like that. It's nasty. <coughs> Jesus. Sorry, guys. I mean, <coughs> that's what the podcast is supposed to sound like anyway. <laughs> For real, this is the podcast. You are live in the car with. The Cloud Nine Wanders. And we are wandering on the clouds right now. For real. Wow, having a I didn't smoke earlier today, so honestly, this is the first time I'm smoking. And I'm fucking high as fuck. I'm very fucking high. This one out, I needed. Oh. You want me to watch it? I can do it, it's alright, man. Hit that. Hit that. Alright, alright. <coughs> Oh, be careful. It's okay. That's why I left the tray here. So, oh, I'm going to burn myself. Anyway, so, friend. What's popping? Tell me, what is, how, how, what is your, what's your vulnerable state? Like, what? If that makes sense. Like, what do I look like when I'm being vulnerable? That's what I'm trying to say, but I'm a little high. So. That's okay, that's okay. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to... <laughs> uh, I ain't even open the drink yet. No, me either. But when I'm being vulnerable, I mean, I guess is... Um, 
and I really let loose, you know, because I have like these walls in like a certain way that I feel like, not that I try to act, but like it just naturally is like that I act around people when I'm not, you know, as comfortable with them or like being vulnerable for me is being really emotional because to me, I, 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 I present like this very hard exterior, no emotion kind of person, you know? And for me, it's like letting people see that I actually like really care about something or like have these feelings because I just don't let people know that about me. I don't. And I feel like that's a lot. That's how a lot of people are, though, because I mean, growing up the way I did, it was always be strong, be rough. You gotta be that bitch, yeah, or else you're gonna get stepped on. We were hotboxing the car, but I had to open up the the sunroof a little bit because we it's fucking <laughs> it's smoky in this bitch. bitch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so follow up question, because I, I I was I've been talk I was talking to this guy, and so that's what's got my head. You know, what does love look like to you? Um, that was, you know, oddly enough, that was something that I was always trying to define. You know, I was always trying to define what love is, but really, I don't think that love can be measured in, in like, the words that that you tell someone. You can only, you know, try to, begin to try to express it, but really, what love is, is, like, the way that your soul, like, really because it feels happy you know you look at someone and you're not just looking at them for the body the body bag that they were brought into this world <coughs> to share with you like you like that you love that about them but it's even deeper like you know <coughs> you good over there I don't know if, if you get what I'm trying to get across also I'm high so when I'm trying to talk high I really no, I feel you. I, I, uh, I completely understand. I, I, I'm listening. I'm just also choking just a little bit. <laughs> Open up your drink. Yeah. Take a little sippy sip. I think it's all that smoke. Damn, look at these bitches. All right. This right here makes one whole other blunt. So I guess I, ooh, that was probably really loud. <clears throat> Sorry about that, guys. So then I guess I could see what I would look like. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I feel like in my most vulnerable state, I am, I could be crying, I could be laughing, or I could literally just be like chilling. But I'm open to the fact of you listening or to the thought of you listening and I'm open to the feeling of it being a safe spot to open open up and express you know like <clears throat> to share what what like 
you keep in mind, you know? Yeah, like, it don't even have to be, like, the demons that I fight on the regular. Mm -hmm. It could be something that just, like, crossed my mind that day. Like, to, to, to know that I could call you and tell you, like, you know, what's going on and know that you're not going to judge me about it. Or, like, hope to hell you're not going to judge me about it, at least, you know? But... It's just having having the confidence, knowing that I have the person to lean on, you know, like, and I know that's like that's like what vulnerable what vulnerability looks like on me, and <clears throat> wrapped up in so many other things. But I feel like all those things are like important because communication is important to me, and sometimes <clears throat> when I don't get the proper communication I'll shut down you know and that's partly because like <clears throat> growing up pops wasn't there you know he only called sometimes there was really like no communication there barely communication with his side of the family or which one either one barely communication with his side of the family like it's just a mess you know what i'm saying just a mess <clears throat> like i will often find myself trying to figure out why i would lose communication with friends or like lose like you know, somebody was either stop being friends with me or just, like, lose communication and don't try to find no communication, you know, with nobody to see if I'm okay or whatever. Like, it was, it, all those things always play in the back of my head. A little less now that I'm older, but always when I was younger because I always wondered if my dad, like, thought about me off. I crossed his, his mind or whatever. So then tying that into what love looked like. <clears throat> I can all, I I can honestly piggyback off of what you were saying because trying to define love was is and was hard for me and then trying to teach people how to love me is equally as hard because growing up I was taught I was shown what love was but not really I was shown what love was from a woman's aspect. I had one... I, I truly had... understand <clears throat> that. And also, but, like, on that, to bounce off on that, like, mm -hmm. off of a hurt woman's, like, because... Oh, God, there you are. There you are. Yes, off of a hurt woman. You know, a scorned woman. And and that's not to... to it's not to to speak bad on her no, you know what i'm saying and not, not to make her saying. feel bad but i realized that now that i'm older that it was so i don't know how to properly communicate with people or even if like i'm i'm trying to date a guy sometimes i find that i don't know how to properly communicate with males <clears throat> males specifically because that was the first heartbreak that yeah like experienced. the first male in my life that was supposed to teach me how to love completely ignored me or would come in my life and then disappeared 
you know, leave me for a woman. Have so much inconsistency with what they said and they they acted upon. Yes, and so I found sometimes I wouldn't, I just wouldn't want to date because I found those same inconsistencies in the guy that I was, you know, in the guys that I was dating, like my last relationship, it was always a lie about something coming. Like something was always coming, but it was never coming. It was never coming. Okay, I'm doing this, but you're not doing shit. You know, and it took me a minute to realize that it was almost an exact replica of the same thing that I was trying to stray away from. Right. You know? So, I I based love off of the hurt that I had a representation of for my father and so now I'm trying to rewrite that narrative not for my father you know don't get me wrong because his narrative is what it is but for myself so that I might be able to open myself up you know and that goes in relationship with a man relationship with friends relationship with family relationship with work fuck you know what I'm saying I got male co-workers sometimes they be trying to have conversations with me it's not that I don't want to have a conversation did you just waste that? no oh. I like, <laughs> slash spilled a little bit but it's all good it's all good you know they try to have a conversation with me but I don't know how to and some people think that I'm mean but it, I'm not trying to be mean I just literally don't know how to communicate and then I panic and you just don't understand standing there trying to have somebody communicate with you and you don't know, especially, especially, specifically for the opposite sex for me, I don't know how to communicate back with you. I'm not trying to be awkward. I'm not trying to be rude. But you don't know how much anxiety is going up in my head because when I get in front of the man who actually scorned me, I do the same thing. I freeze up. I want to say everything. I want to say everything and then some. Sometimes I do say some things. But then sometimes I'm like, damn, did I say too much? The battle, the constant battle of, oh, what what should I say? How should I say it? It kills me. Yeah. So, now I'm saying that love is peace. Love is progress, and love is pa- love is patient. <coughs> God damn! Y'all said they tried to they tried to take me out the cough. Whew! Good thing I still got it out, but I'm gonna say it again. Love is patient. Love is consistent. Love is knowing that even through the hard times. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know just turn my back on you just because you're going through a hard time, you know, but still wanting you to be there for me when I'm going through a hard time. You know what I'm saying? Love is honest. <clears throat> love is real, you know. But love also listens. You know, love understands. Love acts. You know, and when I say act, I mean like, if I say something is, something is making me feel uncomfortable, you don't keep doing it. You change up. You know what I'm saying? You switch it up. 
so that I could see, okay, you said that you didn't like that. Boom, I got it. I'm not going to do that to you no more. We're going to figure out a different way to go at this, to make sure that we both are comfortable in the situation and that we don't ever have to stumble upon this situation, you know, this particular thing again, you know? So, yeah. And I mean, shit, the more you learn, the more you add to what love is. And that's on purr. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see but that's the thing about love. You gotta be open to receiving it. Open to to seeing its flaws and not trying to hide away from them. Because this thing about love, it's not perfect. It's not always beautiful, but it's also not ugly in the sense, you know, where it's abusive, it's painful, it's not like that. It's also, you know, like learning, it's learning to see that there is ugly within you and ugly with another people, but working through it, you know, because we're not, we can be selfish, we can be rude dishonest we can be all those things but if you're willing to work through those things first through yourself and not do it do it do those things anymore act upon those things now i'm high and uh lost my train of thought <coughs> i'll see you man. <laughs> all right Jesus, y'all, I'm trying, I'm trying here, I'm trying to take me out. I think it's because it's smoky in this car. Mm -hmm. <coughs> That's why I'm trying to open up the window. Um, just for a little bit, cause I know get chilly in here. What's the next topic? Um. <laughs> well, like. I don't know, man. I'm fucking high right now. <laughs> We're gonna have to edit this out right here. <laughs> this does happen to me, though, sometimes. Sometimes we get really fucking high, and then we just, like, stay quiet for a little bit. Then we're like... Boom, with another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Because we had a lot of topics written down. Uh, some we talked about, some we didn't. Um, <clears throat> so I guess we can dive into checking in on your strong friends. You ever had that friend who really is always there for you, is very consistent, but like when it comes to them, what do you know? Like, you know, what's going on? inside of them are they hurting what's going on with outside you know of what you know of what they put up because those friends are the ones to really look out for because something is definitely up i definitely was the strong one As was because it's what i was taught to be no matter what was going on Keep i had a to be good face. 
It was that or there was nothing else. Yeah, I feel that. I want to talk about this topic because um you know I don't know <clears throat> I guess God be like putting stuff in my path or whatever and whenever he does I, I try to like tune in and figure out like you know what the message is a part of it you know I, and I don't know if I figured out the message and no I don't read my bible like that but I'm trying you know and that's um, that's all that matters is, as long as you're trying you know I know they say you're trying in line, but honestly, I'm trying. I, I just want to know, when did God say that you really had to worship him in a, in a book or a that church, a building, for that matter, with golden... I just want to know, because, like, I can just, I can still believe in God. She, she's out there. I know she is, and... I shouldn't have to go to a temple to let her know that I'm here. And I believe in her. No. You shouldn't. But so, look, let me peep this out. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I kept seeing, like, stories about people who committed suicide or whatever. And then this last one that came out was about the DJ from Ellen from mm -hmm. the Ellen show I just thought that it was really crazy you know what I'm saying like really really crazy <clears throat> what well, first thing I want to say before I get into this is I think that is really disrespectful like honestly seriously disrespectful that the world like the world has no respect for the morning anymore like everybody just posting back-to-back -back photos Nobody just has the simple respect to just let the family grieve. Like, he had children. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and I don't know if you guys have ever lost a loved one. But constantly seeing photos being posted of your loved one will send you into overdrive. And I, I don't know if that's just me and that's because I don't take death well and because I'm like, you know, but I, I honestly think that is just, it's the most disrespectful thing, you know, like, he had just died. <clears throat> it was too fresh. Too many people had posted. Too too many people had, had posted and it was too fast. People had posted for his wife had posted. That's disrespectful. I don't care what y'all say. But anyway, <clears throat> back to the story. Checking on y'all strong friends. It's important. It is very important to check in on your strong friends. And I don't want to sound like most podcasters who have talked about this um, when I talk about it. But there's no better way to say it. But y'all have... We have to... We have to honestly start taking the term my brother and my sister's keepers for real. Like, because we don't take it serious enough. You know, we'd be so worried about partying and, you know, what the newest this is and keeping up with this person and keeping up with this trend that we literally forget that we're human. 
You know what I'm saying? And we have other humans around us who have emotions. And it, it is okay to be vulnerable and to break down and to ask for help if you need it. It is okay to go and check on your friends. It's not lame to check on your friends. It's not lame if you feel a little depressed. Go ask for help. You know, like, sometimes it's easier said than done, and I understand that. But, whew, we got to do better. I mean, we got to do better with checking in on each other and making sure we all okay. Because we don't do it enough. And by the time we be done checked in, it be too late. You know, you posting about how you just talked to that man the day before. It don't matter no more because you talked to him the day before he died. But did you ask him how his day was or were you just talking business? You feel me? Because that's the problem with us nowadays. It's not like when you're talking to someone, I feel like it's not even authentic anymore. You're having to... Everything comes with turns. Every conversation is... Is y'all take? It's like a commercial. Yeah, it's all commercial. It, y'all take transactions in in life for real. Like when people was like, relationships are transactions. Y'all took that shit and y'all ran with it because y'all y'all. It's sad. It's but sad. Acknowledge the fact that you know you doing that to someone else doesn't feel good in return. Why why would you do that to someone else? You know, like you're going through. You want someone in to check on someone to check in on you so do the same you know i think sometimes we forget to to even act first we want that same in return because we are always like well someone wouldn't do that for me but have you you can't you can't you know judge someone else's actions if you haven't even sparked a beginning bother to spark the beginning everyone is always you know are gonna have ifs ands and buts about things but if you aren't the one to start it no one else will and that's the truth and that's the truth and to those out there i'd rather be a little bit crazy and to those out there who are the weak ones don't be afraid to admit that your crown might be tilted a little bit my brother, my sister, you always dust yourself back off and pick up your crown. Let me just tell you something. This world, it's not worth it. It's not worth all the the pain and discomfort that you're feeling. Like, live, live for today because nothing really at the end of the day is going to matter. Once you're in that deathbed, nothing else mattered whether you had riches whether this or that really what mattered is what you created for yourself even if it was nothing as a physical form to show but what's inside when people say that i don't think we really understand what it means but that's the most important 
part of you to be taken care of. It begins all in there. That will reflect the rest of your days. That part. I saw a TikTok the other day and the boy was like, you know, <clears throat> y'all better stop. Y'all better, you know, y'all better stop doing all this. Oh, I don't want green. This weed is so good. It is. It's so good. <laughs> Y'all better stop doing all of this. I don't want to grieve. Y'all better grieve. And the Bible is said, you know, they he gave them 31 days to grieve. Feel your goddamn feelings. Yes. So take your 31 days and grieve for your 31 days. But no, after your 31 days, baby, it's time to wake up, get up, shake that shit off, and be the bad bitch that you was born to be. Do you understand me? Feel me when I say it. We are kings and queens, and we must act accordingly. You must wake the fuck up. That part. <laughs> Not you with hiccups. <laughs> Hold your the breath. Drink? <clears throat> Hold your breath. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> my lungs said no fuck your breath breathe <laughs> I think we're good we're clear alright I just thought that that was important it is important we don't take care of each other but I mean how how are these celebrities living like, what do they really care for? At this, at that moment, I just, I don't understand. Because, I feel. I feel like, honestly, they're not living, not to their full potential. I mean, they made money, cool. Now you. Money and everything. Like, money now you got happiness. money. Okay, now you can do whatever you want. Okay, so what? What are you doing? Oh, y'all. Not to switch the conversation up, but the weed that we smoking on tonight is uh, four, four black roses. This shit fire. Wait, that's what you're smoking? Because that's what I'm smoking <laughs> No, I put... I, I'm smoking on the Big Nasty Kush. Oh, uh, yeah, that shit was good, too. Mmm. Mm. I'm motherfucking high as fuck. Bro. I'm be ashing on myself. That's just crazy. That just blew me. Whatever. Anyway. So. Do you have a. <coughs> do you have a. A Colorado token for us? It's home of the weed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I don't have a real Colorado token because even though I've lived there all my life, I don't know what really makes Colorado special. So... In our series, we're going to have this uh, part always at the end where we have a Colorado <laughs> token 
and the Nola Nugget, which is just a fun fact about our state, our, you know, our city, for, you know, that we're from. I mean, we are called the Mile High City, so. <laughs> so that you guys can know a little bit more about us and about where we're from. Because we have a lot of people from a lot of different places listening in, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think that that's pretty cool. So it's just to let you know a little bit about us. You know? Like, see, all these facts here, they're just not, like, anything I would be like, oh, wow. <laughs> because, like, who cares that Colorado is the only state in history to turn down the Olympics? <laughs> or the Eisenhower Tunnel is the highest auto tun tunnel in North America. I'm not driving on that. Thank you for letting me know. Mm. <laughs> I don't drive on no tone that's high, my nigga. Oh, it's dark. What's some crash? I can't see. <laughs> oh no! So crash into there. I'm in there. I'm in there. Oh no. <laughs> we have the we have the world's largest flat top mountain. There's something. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> but that's just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, so my Nola Nugget for the week. Oh, that was it? That's <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. My, I already told y'all my. <laughs> so my Nola Nugget for the week is going to be Mardi Gras because I'm super duper excited about this Mardi Gras season. Uh. I plan on going and having a great time. A great, great time. Um, I'm, I'm talking I'm about... Because... Y'all gonna I'm, see me out? <laughs> I've never been to, to Mardi Gras. Y'all gonna see me and Brissy out there. Y'all gonna say, oh my lord, it's a snapping turla. Because we gonna be turning up. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna turn up. We gonna look... She have a great time. A great, great time. Okay? So... Mardi Gras is a festival, one of many festivals, but one of the biggest festivals. You know what I'm saying? We go out there, catch bees, have a great time, eat some food, turn up to the music, celebrate the children in the schools and the bands on the dance teams, the bassettes. You know what I'm saying? We have a great time. It's a great time. If you haven't been to New Orleans for Mardi Gras, I say go out there. Me and Breezy is going to go out there. This will be a Breezy's first Mardi Gras. Yes. So y'all already know we are going to record the pod the podcast. God damn. We're going to be recording the podcast live on Mardi Gras grounds. You know, catch me getting fucking lit. That part, you know, she's gonna catch her first beat and everything. It's gonna be wonderful. It's gonna be popping. You know, we are gonna have some other people with us. They are gonna join us on the podcast. Um, I can't wait. It's it's exciting. It's so exciting. But yeah, and for the way that it sounds, honestly, I'm way too excited. Like I can't wait to see how turn this is gonna be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and my girl gotta get her first king cake because she ain't never had king cake either. No, never. Like never. second line, all that. We turning up. Turning up. Yes. Yeah, baby. So. In conclusion, y'all. <laughs> I'm fucking high as balls. 
so empty. And we're not even done with these blunts. No, they still. And then they <laughs> they going out and stuff. That's crazy. Cause we keep talking and these blunts are hidden. They're at the end. You know when they're like they're they're not. There really is like a lot left considering what I'm looking at, but. They're at the peak where it's so like resinous and sticky at the end that it's just smacking the throat. Really hitting that thing. So <clears throat> all I'm saying is don't forget to pull out your blunts. Relax and enjoy the podcast. And don't forget to hit us up in the DMs. If you're listening. Hit us up in the DMs. Cloud nine wanders all together. No space, no uppercase. Okay. Oh, that rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, y'all hit us up. We're also on Snapchat. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're gonna start doing some creative things. We're trying to get together and create. You know, create some. Think of some creative things to do on the Instagram to get y'all more engaged with us. Just give us some time. But as soon as we do get it, y'all better be ready. Because yeah. the merch and everything is coming, bro. It'll be heat. <laughs> it will be heat. We. It's going to be the best thing you ever was. A, that you was. Hey, get that. <laughs> I got it. I can't get my words out. <laughs> get that what the best thing you ever was a part of purred yes I purred oh my gosh alright and the cloud nine wanders we're signing out signing out <laughs> deuces <laughs>